song of harvest home, all be safely gathered in, ere the winter storms begin. God our Maker doth provide for our wants to be supplied. Come to God's own temple, come, raise the song of harvest home. All the world is God's own field, fruit unto his praise to yield, wheat and tares together sown. Unto joy our sorrow grown. First the blade and then the ear, then the full corn shall appear. Lord of harvest, grant that we wholesome grain and pure may be. For the Lord our God shall come and shall take his harvest home. From his field shall in that day all offenses purge away. Give his angels charge at last in the fire the to cast, but the fruitful ears to store in his garner evermore. Even so, Lord, quickly come to thy final harvest home. Gather thou thy people in, free from sorrow, free from sin. There forever purified, in thy garner to abide. Come with all thine angels, come. Raise the glorious harvest home. We begin today in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near at the true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Let us now pause for reflection on God's word and for self-examination. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, Confess unto you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you and justly deserve your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them and sincerely repent of them. 
And I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor, sinful being. Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office, as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you, and in the stead and by the command of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Old Testament reading for this evening, the Feast of Thanksgiving, is from Deuteronomy chapter 8. The whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply, and go in and possess the land that the Lord swore to give to your fathers. And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these forty years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let, let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, and your foot did not swell these forty years. Know then in your heart that, as a man disciplines his son, the Lord your God disciplines you. So you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and by fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks, of water, of fountains and springs, flowing out in the valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive trees and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper, and you shall eat and be full. And you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given to you. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle this evening is from 1 Timothy, the second chapter. First of all then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life. Godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. This is the word of the Lord. Please stand for the reading of the Gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 17th chapter. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passing along between Samaria and Galilee, and as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the gospel of the Lord. 
shed his blood for me. Die that I might live on high, live that I might never die, as the branches to the vine, I am his and he is mine. Oh, the height of Jesus' love, higher than the heavens above, deeper than the depths of sea, lasting as eternity. Love that found me wondrous thought, found me when I sought him not. Only Jesus can impart balm to heal the wounded heart, peace that flows from sin forgive, joy that lifts the soul to have. Faith and hope to walk with God in the way that Enoch trod. Chief of sinners, though I be, Christ is all in all to me. All my wants to mercy and peace to you from God our Father, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit who gives and who strengthens our faith. The words for our sermon this evening are from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17 that we have just read. As this Thanksgiving comes upon us, we have had a two and a half year reality check that forces us to put into proper perspective the list of things we are thankful for. As we live in these post-pandemic days, we realize that possessions, possessions such as toys, furniture, and appliances are down relatively far on the list. And even necessary possessions such as cars and homes have gone down a few notches on our list as well as we deal with the losses we've experienced due to the effects of the virus on our lives. Yes, 
in the midst of devastation, we come more in line with giving thanks in the way God wants us to recognize our blessings. In our gospel text tonight, we see what God wants at the top of our list regarding giving thanks. Luke is very careful to mention that Jesus is on the way to Jerusalem as the ten lepers met Jesus. And Luke does this to remind the readers of the gospel, including us tonight, that Jesus is resolutely headed to the cross. That is the purpose of the journey. Meeting the lepers in dealing with their request for mercy falls right in line with Christ's journey. For mercy is given to all people with this journey. Their illness of leprosy is also in line with this journey. Leprosy is a disease of the skin. Eczema, seborrhea, psoriasis, and other such diseases would be grouped into the term leprosy. In Bible times, the physical problem of leprosy carried also with it the thoughts of spiritual problems. The problem of leprosy designated a person as unclean and caused the person to be separated from others. And it represented the status of needing spiritual cleansing as well. Those ten on the road knew all of this. That's why they cried out to Jesus from a distance. They knew they were separated. So on the way to the cross, where Jesus will perform the cleansing for all people, Jesus cleanses the ten leopards. He heals them of their disease. He takes away the barriers they have. He stops the separation. It is the gift they need. It is the best gift possible. It is our gift as well. And for us, it also is the best gift possible to be cleansed, to be forgiven. This tops the list, this Thanksgiving. Certainly, we are grateful for our possessions. Certainly, we are thankful for safety and travel, for our precious loved ones, and for the opportunity to share these days with them. But these things, even these people, cannot top our list of things to be thankful for. For without the gift of forgiveness, without the gift of cleansing, we have no gifts that last. So tonight, we cry out just like the ten lepers. We have each proclaimed, chief of sinners though I be, Jesus shed his blood for me. We have proclaimed and confessed our faith in the one who journeyed to Jerusalem, who journeyed to the cross, who journeyed to cleanse us, and we give thanks. Like the Samaritan in our gospel text, we know who is responsible for this cleansing. We give our thanks. And in return, we know the words Jesus spoke to the Samaritan 
are for us as well. Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. With this clear and certain promise for us, we enjoy this day of thanksgiving that is another of God's many blessings for us. Thanks be to God and to him be the glory. Amen. Let us now pray together the words our Savior taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Joyful, joyful, we adore thee, God of glory, Lord.